Dun, dun, dun. What a Wacky Week, the podcast. Now with 64 funny episodes. Well, hello again, Waxsters. Tim Hunter saying thanks for coming back again in spite of last week's episode. I got a real treat for you this week. One of the guys I collaborate with for the sake of comedy is a ventriloquist I met through a Craigslist ad. Um, Not that kind of ad. Around six years ago, uh, Mark Merchant and I connected. He passed through town last week, and we got together at the Pike Place Market. We'll get to that interview in just a moment, but first, I have to touch on a subject you're probably hearing about, the Led Zeppelin Stairway to Heaven lawsuit. Now, back in the 1970s, there was a group called Spirit. Their biggest hit song was this one. But if you dig through their albums, you'd eventually come across this other song they say was ripped off to make Stairway to Heaven. This could be worth millions to them. It makes you wonder what took them four decades to finally figure this out. But hey, you kids at home, don't do drugs. Now to make sure you know what I'm talking about, here is the Spirit Song. Here's what Led Zeppelin did. Now, before you make any decisions, here is a song I was playing on my trumpet two years before Spirit did their song. Now, to me, I practically have the money in the bank, but you listen and then you make the final decision. But this is me on the trumpet. You can just start backing the money truck up now. Oh, for God's sake, why couldn't you take up the clarinet? Now it's time to turn on the Wacky Week Wandering Microphone. Well, this week our Wandering Microphone has taken us to the Pike Place Market, where who else is here but none other than world-famous ventriloquist Mark Merchant. I can say world-famous, right? World-famous and internationally unknown, yes. Perfect. Yeah, because you do perform all over the world. All over the world. I've made a living doing this for 38 years. And uh, Mark Merchant is the guy about whom Ed Sullivan once said, Who? So, <laughs> yes. So how do you begin? I mean, where did this all start for you? Did you go to ventriloquist school? No, I uh, learned ventriloquism from a record and a book. The book was by Paul Winchell called Ventriloquism for Fun and Profit. Winchell Mahoney time. Yes, Winchell Mahoney time, uh, who also invented an artificial heart. And uh, I also learned mainly from a record by Jimmy Nelson, who was a great ventriloquist in the 60s. He had Danny O'Day and Farfel, and he did commercials for Nestle's Quick. Danny would sing, Ah, N-E-S-T-L-E-S, Nestle's thanks so very nice. And Farfel the dog would go, Chocolate. <laughs> and, and then the mouth would go, Snap. And when Jimmy Nelson first filmed that commercial, he was nervous and his hand slipped and it went snap. And he thought, Oh man, I've lost the gig. The Nestle's ad people were like, that's it. We want that. So he had to refigure the puppet so that Farfel's mouth would always snap. 
He had a record, How to Be a Ventriloquist, and Instant Ventriloquism. Do you still have it? Of course. I had an autograph copy. I had Jimmy Nelson, is 85, still around. I see him at the International uh, Convention of Ventriloquists, which is held every mid-July in Cincinnati. I'm going back this year, and once again, I have the honor of throwing out the first voice. Thank you. A friend of mine wrote that line for me. <laughs> a very funny friend. A very funny friend. <laughs> Always gets a laugh. Jimmy had the record. It taught the basics of ventriloquism, but then the other side, instant ventriloquism, had the lines of the puppet, the character. We don't like to say the dummy, but the dummy. And it had enough space in the record so that you, the ventriloquist, could go, Hi, I'm Mark Merchant. How are you? And then the record would go, I'm Danny O'Day. And you would put the record player behind a chair or something, and you would do the act and have perfect lip control, and it was all on the record. That's still how I do it today, is a record player. Not even a compact disc, it's a record player. If it skips, you're in big trouble. I came from the middle of the middle class. My mom and dad, who I love dearly, they afforded me the opportunity to take piano lessons and guitar lessons, but I did not want to practice. However, with ventriloquism, maybe it's because of my narcissistic tendencies, I sat in front of that mirror for hours practicing making the puppet say, the boy bought a basketball without moving my lips. And you learn substitute sounds. And so by the fifth grade, I got to do a show for Mr. Caldwell's class. And my puppet, Danny O'Day, that was his name because that was Jimmy Nelson's puppet, made fun of Mr. Caldwell and my classmates. And it's the first time I had acceptance and laughter and the big kids weren't trying to beat me up. I was not athletic. Uh, you know, on the baseball team, I, I was a Louisville slugger. I was the bat. <laughs> so, and also, girls were attracted to it. So that's, that's the uh, basic motivating factor. I, I wanted a job where you could sleep late, travel, and the money was pretty good. And had I saved the money, I don't know if, I don't know if I'd be here in Pike's Market talking to you, but... but you know, I'm with my good friend Tim Hunter, and uh, and we're in Seattle, and uh, you know, you have you have stores called uh, yeah that. Oh <laughs> yeah. wow, look at that! Yeah, yeah. You went to the that place. That place, yeah. Because it's legal here. It is legal, and my father has uh, has cancer, but he's he's 94. We know he's in the bonus round, but his doctor said if you could get him some, so. Uh, that's awesome. What is it? Not the smoking kind. Not the smoking. chewing like brownie kind? Uh, some brownie and some uh, some spray kind. And uh, I'm hoping that... It's a wonderful world. It is. I'm hoping that it doesn't cause a problem at the airport tomorrow. I mean, yeah. So the the places you perform, you're on cruise ship. You just got back from uh, the Oceana, cruise Oceana Regatta, very high-end cruise ship. A nice guest. Great cruise director, Dottie. Great stand-up comedian, Tom Drake, who's married to Dottie. He's literally sleeping with the boss. You might say he's <laughs> under new management. And he's great. And they had an ensemble of singers and dancers and a, a fairly uh, upper echelon class of guests. And they seemed to like what I did. And I, I try to push the edge with political material, but I make sure that I'm hitting both sides. I don't, no one could pin me down. That's why there's a curtain on the voting booth. I'm not telling anybody who I'm voting for. So you, you perform on cruise ships, but you also do, you're the feature performer at various, like, conventions. Conventions, corporate events, uh, private parties, the occasional comedy club, the occasional casino is an opening act. And I did a television show. I taped it last year. It's supposed to be airing soon called Separation Anxiety on TBS. It's a game show, sort of a revamp of the newlywed game. 
and they had myself and one of my characters, Zelda Rose, come in. And Zelda Rose, who's a 76-year-old Jewish lady, had to do a rap song, a ludicrous rap song. And the producer handed me the script and said, you're familiar with this song, aren't you? And I said, I'm a white boy from Stone Mountain, Georgia. (laughs) I've never heard rap in my life, but... I got paid. I got paid. That's my mantra, and it was fun. So tell me about your cast of characters. Go through uh, all the people that guest star with you. I have a uh, an eagle, a North American eagle, who uh, is follicularly challenged. He's a bald eagle, but he has a comb over. And he also has a Latino accent. He may or may not be an illegal eagle. <laughs> we haven't seen his green card, but he doesn't worry about Mr. Trump building a wall. He promises to fly over it. I have a lady character named Zelda Rose, who's patterned after my grandmother, and she's really a, a home run on cruise ships. I have a, a black fellow. I don't like to say African-American. I don't believe in hyphenated Americans. His name is Alonzo Jackson, and he talks about what's going on. And I have an Asian gentleman named Wing Tip Shoe. And I have, I have some other characters also that I've used for... Uh, one-offs for like special events. I have an Elvis puppet. I have a puppet that looks like the Godfather when I've done some... The Reverend. Oh, oh yes. I, how, how can I forget? He's one of the newer editions. Yes, the most expensive. I have a, uh, a parody of Joel Olstein, Reverend Wonderful. And uh, thank you. God bless you. And thank you for coming out. Thank you. Except for those who actually came out. Thank you. Someone wrote that line for me also. <laughs> it's a joy to come into your homes. It's a great joy to come into your checkbooks. Thank you. Do you believe? Do you believe? Do you believe we're actually here at Pike's Place Market? Thank you. And we're actually in the place where they shot Sleepless in Seattle, the uh, restaurant scene with uh, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, who looked a lot different back then. Did you, you didn't see Meg at the uh, Tony's, did you? I understand that uh, she's had so much plastic surgery that she's, she's got more plastic on her now than a Corvette. Is that, is that is something like that? I mean, she has to, uh, you know, scratch her back to itch her knee. Okay. It's, it's, that skin is really tight. So. <laughs> yeah, I did not see, but I heard. Okay. Yeah, I, I heard. Know. It's kind of sad. She doesn't look like herself. She was so cute. I know. Well, what's, what's with the plastic surgery? This this is all natural. Yeah. I believe you. Yeah. But I do have stem cells in my shoulder. I know. What was that about? That was a recent uh, development. Uh, six weeks ago, I had a, a partially torn rotator cuff of my supraspinatus tendon. It's a big, that's a big word for an 11-year-old. And I did not want to get surgery because it doesn't seem fun. So I opted for a relatively experimental, but it's been going on since 2005, a place called Regenix, where they took bone marrow from my iliac crest, which is basically your hip or your butt, mm-hmm. and they then mixed it with blood, and my blood, and extracted the stem cells and under ultrasound guidance injected it into the tendon and in theory these stem cells because they're the building blocks of life will will uh, form new tendon. So where is this going to be aired Tim? Where is this uh, where This is mind? my podcast. This is my little corner of the internet. I do this every week and I like to uh, get the audience to know people that I know and we knew each other. We got connected, I don't know, four or five years ago and you're yes. in town, and it just seemed like a natural. You're you're the only comedy writer who works for me. Uh, all the others uh, quit. <laughs> <laughs> the day's not over. And, and oh yeah, <laughs> but you do a great job. You 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 have you have captured my voice. So I just want to say hello to my wife Cindy, who's the love of my life, and my mom and dad Peggy and Sherwood. Sherwood, who's uh, got cancer but battling it, and. Uh, 
and my mother who battles him. Okay. Well, we're getting pushed out by tourists who want to sit down and have their lunch, so uh, why don't we move to our table? Great seeing you, man. Great seeing you. All Thank right. you. And special thanks to my friend Mark Merchant, ventriloquist extraordinaire. I hope you noticed his lips did not move during that entire interview. And that is going to do it for this week. My name is Tim Hunter. This is what I do every week right here on the Wacky Week Radio Network, so I hope to see you back this way next week. But until then, could you do me one simple favor and laugh a little, would you?